Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Lane DeLeo of Fast Lane to Health, two triathletes walking to the kitchen, embarking on a beautiful passion journey with food, flavors, and the drive to create healthy products for people and the planet. The friends experimented and inspired one another until Nutrisharian mission became crystal clear. In 2016, Fastlane Health evolved into a business that creates tasty, healthy snacks with no added refined sugars, using organic and non-GMO ingredients in order to nourish mind, body, and satiate the soul. Sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation with Lane DeLeo of Fastlane to Health. So today we're sitting down with Lane DeLeo. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm excited. You know, it's... In downtown West Loop, Huxton Hotel, doing this podcast about healthy foods. So, yeah, I know you're stocked. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I got some goodies already right away. She she uh, she gave you the before the interview. So hopefully it goes well. But to that point, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. So I make healthy, tasty vegan snacks that are better for people on the planet. Awesome. And so how did you get into that? I feel people get into the snack business, according to Shark Tank, right? Because I watch every episode ever. Mm-hmm. It's a very competitive space. Oh, yeah. So why would someone want to... Why did you think it made sense for you to get into this space? So honestly, I didn't think I was getting into this space. <laughs> I was literally making veggie muffins because nothing like what I wanted to eat existed. Mm-hmm. I was a busy professional and a triathlete and just didn't want to eat like cliff bars or something where yeah. the first three ingredients are sugar of some <laughs> sort of processed form. So I was making these veggie muffins with like bok choy and spinach and kale and they were a little bit savory and I really liked them but when I started selling them to little shops mm-hmm. like people were like eating them and being and returning them and so it wasn't really working for the majority of people who wanted to eat a snack. Yeah, fair. And so I created some new flavors that were more palatable for okay. what is typically the American palate of like, you know, we want sweet and fat and salty. And however, I don't use any refined sugars. Okay. And um, I use almost all organic ingredients um, as local as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, non-GMO, really, really high quality, really fresh. And everything that I make, I like sell it within weeks so it's it's like super you can taste that kind of quality yeah and without using any refined sugars i can yeah. still make it taste good by the ingredients being so awesome fresh and raw because i think a lot of people they hear like healthy snacks right like you go to the snack island it's like here are the doritos i like buying mm-hmm. here are the knockoff that look like doritos that mm-hmm. taste like cardboard mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the flavors that you've moved into that have been more successful so the superfood fudge is the mm-hmm. chocolate variety that has a hundred percent organic cacao nibs and powder in there. Okay. So that one is the chocolate variety that's very popular. Most awesome. people really like chocolate. 
And that one's a little bit sweeter too because I add some uh, organic Vermont maple syrup. Okay, and interesting. A little bit of black yeah. trap molasses. So still um, not an empty calorie, right? Mm-hmm. You still get minerals and vitamins from those things. Um, so that one's a little bit sweeter. I think that's why it's the most popular chocolate sweeter. Yeah. Uh, so that was my first flavor too. The second flavor was butter cookie dough. It's not really butter cookie dough, It's but it is just um, five ingredients. Okay. The oats, walnuts, dates, flax, meal, and iodized sea salt. And that one, um, really clean. Yeah. Then there's um, a one of my customers inspired me to make a coconut flavor. So there's a coconut goji bliss and there's coconut butter. It's not like, you know, I, I just think that like coconut flavors can be overwhelming or like flaky, you know, and this one's more like creamy and rich with the raw coconut butter and then goji berries. You don't see that in too many things. And they're, yeah. they're nice, like really antioxidant rich berry that's like a little bit tart so okay. that's kind of nice and it adds in some nice like magenta color to it too i think uh to your point a lot of people with coconut it's like so polarizing mm-hmm. right i well you know obviously taste buds change as you grow up mm-hmm. that was like a really picky year growing up i remember just like seeing the brownies with the coconut on the top i would like spit it out just because my mom liked it my dad didn't so i like wanted my dad not like it right and now like if coconut's in something, I like it. Okay. But I don't like coconut milk, which is oh, wild. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So, like, something about that, those flaky coconut I don't know. flakes are, taste, like, not fresh to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, something similar happened to mm. me where it's, like, walnut brownies. I feel like in all those brownie mixes when we were growing up and yeah. making whatever, Mrs. Field, whatever it was, there were, like, not fresh walnuts either. So I thought I didn't like walnuts. Right. But really, it was just, like, those are basically stale walnuts in there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I kind of have that same feeling with coconut where it doesn't taste right to me in the flake form. But then again, I think a lot of the... A lot of the coconut flavors have a lot of sugar too, so That's it's right. like sort of like an artificial sweet mm-hmm. flavor. And I love coconut milk because it's not very sweet; it's like yeah. very, like rich and coconutty. <laughs> Everybody's taste buds are different, though, so that's why I make so many flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like for me, I eat these all the time, and I never get sick of them because there's such a variety. It's like I'm always in the mood for one of the flavors. For I sure. Know, that's a good point too. I th- there's plenty of times I've like tried to like be in some sort of snack diet right that's like healthy like sure. I never had, I don't think I've ever eaten a cliff bar right but I've eaten like some earth products mm-hmm. and after like the 80th one it's so like day like 40 it's like yeah I don't I'm not really motivated to eat this this morning before my workout like they all get the same it's like not very inspiring oh my god I can't wait to hear how you like these and yeah. how they work for your schedule because honestly part of what I love about them is they really fill you up mm-hmm. it's like you don't have time to like make something or have something on hand or go out and eat something it's like definitely will hold you over like a snack shit so yeah um, and and very energizing too that's so, it. I think that's the thing too like with food sometimes people like grab a snack and then they have to get like a sugar rush right. and then they crash it's like that was pointless no, yeah, wrong. Exactly. I love soda so it happens to me all the time I think it's, <laughs> it's coming from and then you're hungry again immediately you know and you're like what like such a waste I totally know that feeling I've, I've experienced it too I feel like I've tried everything and you know to the soda thing I, I'm not sure if that's something that you like have ever tried to do something other than soda like have you ever tried kombucha uh, I've tried kombucha once I think sodas because it's like around right mm-hmm. like I like you see that like, my friend's restaurant or bar just like looking okay. and talking yeah and, like I don't want to order like a beer at like 11 oh, totally. or like something like that or just like but I also want to pay them money because 
just sitting here drinking water. <laughs> You've like, got to get some kombucha yeah. on tap. Stuff so, so like that, yeah. I think it's a lot of the time that's why it's like that, where it's like a friend of mine just opened a game store, and they have water, soda, Gatorade, candy, and chips, like, for food on hand. I'm like, well, I don't want to, like, not support you guys when I come here, but, like, I bring my own water, so, like, what am I going to buy? Gatorade every time? we got to get my product in there. <laughs> then you'll have something that you can yeah. buy and feel You're just buying these. I'll just pay extra for them. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what we do anyways. We're like, we, we tell them we want, want to buy from, like, a product perspective anyways, but yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm, where, is that around here? Uh, Wicker. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny. That's funny. <laughs> cool. So, you had this idea to come up with these snacks you're making at home, and then you started selling them. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of scale that into a business? So I actually worked for a Fortune 500 food company and learned a lot about sales and business mm-hmm. and just kind of like, it was honestly just sales, yeah. like getting into stores where my target market was. So it started with health food stores, mm-hmm. um, some cafes, right? Where it's like people are wanting something that tastes good, but is a little bit better for you with, right. their, with their coffee. It's like you typically don't see, well, Back when I started this six years ago, you wouldn't see anything other than like donuts, croissants, and like yeah. junk. You know, it's like all junk. So, <laughs> so now I think you know Starbucks sort of started making the change, and like more, more companies and businesses are open to yeah. offering better, better options for people. So, so yeah, then just getting into the health food stores, the um, the grocery stores. I had some, I had relationships and um, you know with with grocery stores and familiarity with mm-hmm. like how to get into the, in that way. So like have just long time customers right. from past positions that I've, you know, worked with and have been working with. So you kind of like started with some sort of knowledge base and expertise in it too. Right. I think a lot of people start businesses like they think it sounds cool. Like I'm just gonna go do this. It's like, okay, cool. Like what research did you do to learn about that? I see that all the time when they have these ideas. Like, okay, what's your research plan on this even had their job too like right hey you're struggling to do this um what did you do to fix it nothing you didn't go read a book you could read an article you did nothing to like improve yeah. your knowledge here it, yeah no i feel the same exact way yeah. i read so much nonfiction, and i've worked for businesses where mm-hmm. i'm like really you you don't read like some people just have the money or the business from the family yeah and it's like they don't really have to do anything it's working you know mm-hmm. what i mean but like when you're starting something new from scratch and trying to figure it all out it's not easy it's yeah. like not easy i'm like oh my god my I brother's do? one of the people that reads like the most research stuff that i know he works in private equity so they're investing people's money into businesses yeah. and then changing it so he has to learn about like a car seat company i'm like Okay, interesting. He's like, yeah, all this research, this isn't this. I'm like, you're dedicated. That's why you're successful at your job because you understood what you're getting into. Like, I don't know a lot of people who have common knowledge on car seat businesses, but right, right. And sometimes that's what it is. You just have to figure out what do I have to know. And like, luckily, we're in a world where it's like you can figure and read and learn pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what it is being an entrepreneur, I guess. <laughs> so where could people find some of your snacks? You said you're in a few health stores. So here in Chicago, right? So yeah. So right now, the number one place where I would recommend if you're just going to go to a regular grocery mm-hmm. store is Food Smart in okay. Logan Square. It's a 24-hour grocery store. 
store. Hmm. Um, otherwise, I direct people to my website or the pop-ups that I have been doing. Okay. In the summertime, I started doing farmer's markets, and then now my friend and I started a company called Dream Markets Chicago, where we're hmm. popping up in hotel lobbies. Cool. So on Wednesdays and Thursdays, you can come by and like buy some snacks directly from me, or like I said, visit the website. Um, and then which is what uh, fastlane to health.com perfect um, yeah I love hanging out in hotels more than I should one of uh, one of my buddies uh, what's nice up with this he's very good at networking mm-hmm. she's found a few hotels that offer um, free happy hours no way no way <laughs> I'm not gonna mention that on the air because I'm, I'm a smart guy. Room, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, uh, a lot of people don't think that we stay at hotels pretty often I'm like no I <laughs> I mean, we're in a hotel right now, like, you know. True, true. That's funny. <laughs> Working from office spaces in no, a Luxon hotel. This, this is one of my favorites, too. Like, I work out here all the time. Who knew? You were just up a few levels, right? Yeah, man. It's, I mean, I met someone the other day, too. He's like, hey, like, my old colleagues work, like, right there. I'm like, I'm not going to say hi. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, uh, this guy that used to work with you, yeah. Uh, he says hi. No, I'm good. Just, I can't believe how many people are up here. This is like one of the busiest co-working spaces. Yeah, there's two floors. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. typically it's like dead. You know where you where you see co-working spaces. And they're really nice. They have like meetups here. Like people give like free samples for their food products or, or talks. They have the FIFA on right now for World Cup. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, back to back to conversation. Right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you mentioned Dream Market, so that's. Every Wednesday and Friday at a hotel. It's Wednesday and Thursdays, Thursday, yeah. Okay, Wednesday and Thursdays, okay. Yeah, it's from 1 to 5 on Wednesday and 1 to 6 on Thursday. And what's kind of the mission there? So the mission is to support other makers and creators okay. who are startups or entrepreneurs trying to, you know, they're trying to get, uh, you know, their brand out there. They're emerging mm-hmm. in their brand and business too. So we have created this platform uh, partnering with the hotels to allow them to sell their goods. Okay, and kind of the best way to find out where people, where you would be each week, would that be through your website you're posting or Instagram? Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Instagram posting. Dream, Dream Market Chicago and then um, Fastlane to Health, both. I post on both of those. Perfect. So, one of your other passions is yoga. Walk us through your yoga journey throughout oh your. Oh, God. I love yoga so much. <laughs> oh, God. It's been a while. I feel, I'm going to yoga tomorrow, and it's been a while because, <laughs> like, what you know stuff's been going on but like I can't wait to go back so um yoga how did I get into yoga I think my mom was like hey I I was doing triathlon and it's like Mm -hmm. my mom was like you should try yoga I think you'd be really good at it and I was like yeah right how am I gonna have time for that you know what I mean it's like slow and no but then I ended up finding this like Monday night class where this girl was teaching at the gym but she was also like teaching out of like pure passion and trying to start her own studio so she was like really good yeah. and really knowledgeable and played good music which I think is a big part of it and so I just like got into it and got good at it and found out that it makes my body feel brand new like I could do anything and then do yoga and then I'm like alright I'm like 100% mm-hmm. so I just think there's a little bit of magic to it and I also think over time I've uh, uh, I've gotten like close with the studio owner mm-hmm. and um, and a certain style of yoga and playfulness in yoga and and like deep passion and knowledge where it's like there's so much more than just the physical component mm-hmm. like there's this like there's this meditative component there's you know there's like a psychological component where you find out things about yourself in like challenging situations and and just like it's just a way to sort of like touch base 
like within your like deep mm-hmm. within yourself and I and it's like sometimes you don't make time for that and it's right. like it's just like a space where you can do that and like make your body feel good and it's just like it's pretty incredible 90% of the time I've done yoga either hot yoga or not hot yoga some other types I felt like so good afterwards yes. and the times that I didn't I was like in my own head about something mm-hmm. and I'm like looking around I'm like hmm they're doing really good or like I would just be sitting there I did hot yoga I'd like just whatever just taking a break and then the instructor would come over and stand next to me I'm like dude just get out of here like I didn't leave so like just let me be but but um, right it's like it's like noticing those things about yourself these little things that like set you off in yoga you're like what is that about yeah and and right like like am I comparing myself to people am I like letting weird things like how do I respond to things that are bothering me right am I reacting am I responding like and then that stuff can all carry over into your regular life right <laughs> like relationships jobs like everything I think it's so cool. Speaking of relationships, so the first time I went to hot yoga ever was because someone invited me on a date there. She didn't even recognize me. <laughs> she had to like find out like after I got yelled at. And so then I was just like, all right, this is like already like weird, right? So we finish up, I shower up, she showers up, and then there's a bunch of people waiting in like the lobby. And I'm like, I'm just gonna go for it, I'm gonna be a weirdo. I'm like, hey, you're like really cute, can I take you on a date? She's like, yes, because she's like the girl I went on a date with, right? Okay, We're supposed okay. to dinner afterwards okay, anyways, okay, so, right? Okay, so and everyone just looks at us like, this dude, he was so bad, but he, good job for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started laughing, and when she said yes, I think everyone kind of knew that I was like messing around. Okay, I hoped it did, because I went back quite a few times. I was just like, like, because I don't want to like introduce myself. I was like, I just got to go for it, like, make it weird. Love that. <laughs> Over and it was it was the Bikram, so it was like yeah. 150 degrees. But I mean, not really, but it was. I think it was the one until like 107 or something like that. So yeah. hot. Yeah. And it's all like super repetitive, right? Mm-hmm. It's like just dun, 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 over and over the same poses. And I was sweating like orange. I'm like, I, I too much beta carotene. I have no idea. Like, yeah. but it was just so weird and bizarre. And I was like, why would anybody do this? It's miserable. <laughs> I mean, you know, here and there I might take a hot yoga class, but like, if you're doing some good yoga and challenging yourself, you're gonna get hot anyway. Yeah. But I guess you can get a little deeper and like sweat out some toxins. But it's just like, that's not fun. Each each class is like, or each type of yoga, right, is different. Like Mm -hmm. the last one I did, I walked to a place in Bucktown, and it was the first time that we had like, blocks then we put like a pillow on top of it to like mm-hmm. lift your legs up and stuff i was like i never done this before but this is like really nice like yeah that sounds like restorative or like probably yin. yeah yeah i think the yin and the restorative it's like there's a lot of props you just like get comfy mm-hmm. and hold poses yeah and yeah. i think well i'm awesome. pretty sure it's a beginner class kind of i think everyone felt the same way i was like getting instructed like uh you should try it this way like Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard you said, but I didn't see what you said because my face is, like, in the ground. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, it's the best when they, like, really describe things well so you, like, know exactly where you could be or some other options and, like, you know, it's like... But did you push yourself? I'm like, nope, I thought we had, like, one more stretch. So I just kind of halfway did it. You don't have to, though. That's the other thing. It's like you don't always have to push yourself, you know? It's like just enjoy it. And that's the fun thing, too. And I like to do the yin and restorative occasionally. Mm-hmm. 
for that reason. It's like, because like typically I am the type who likes to push right. and like have a really challenging class. Like one of my friends teaches a class called Not Gentle Yoga and it is hard. Yeah. But it's like, I also like to take her restorative. You know, it's just like something I look forward to on a Sunday night, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, just chill out. And you know, for me, my Sunday night is going to my friend's restaurant to watch Sunday night football. Cause it's slow. <laughs> it's called Bites. Goes right every day. Oh, I know that place yeah. from Chicago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been there forever. Oh no, no. So it's a uh, Bites Kitchen. So it's um, Clark and Belmont. Oh, different know. one. Yeah, but anyways. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I go there all the time, and I just like sit there. Like, Why do you come here and I with your laptop? And like, this is just relaxing to me. Like, I'm out on a Sunday. Like, hopefully, no one really talks to me except for the bartender. Yeah. Maybe like someone else I know. Watching TV on my laptop, getting stuff done, like, like de-stressing. Yeah. Right, like, like, you know, it's like every other day of the week, it's like something to do at night. It's like, oh, this good. Like, like your new work buddy pop up next to you at the bar with my computer. <laughs> You're like, no, that, like, yeah. we're tr- I'm trying to avoid that. No, <laughs> no, I, I have some friends that show up like, 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 oh, I'm just gonna read my book, and then they don't read the book. I'm like. Thought you were gonna read your book. Oh, if you find somebody who wants to work, and it's like, no, wait, really, I need to do some work. I want to focus here. And like, yeah, that's how I was in college. I always had to study alone. I couldn't study with my friends because I was just like, so, um, what are you guys up to Wednesday at three o'clock after class? But they were doing basketball. And like, ask me tomorrow because I'm studying right now. Right. <laughs> Which is ironic. Before we started, too, I was telling you how. At my day job, I love having just like autonomy and not people not talking to me. Like I actually have two times on my calendar where my boss and I meet to discuss client updates. And I get really frustrated when she tells me after a meeting, hey, this is what happened. I'm like, I agreed to not go to these meetings for a reason. Mm-hmm. Tell me on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Tell me on Friday. Mm-hmm. I can wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's my own fault, right? So I have like work, podcast, fashion stuff. And like even more fashion stuff that's like piling up, but that's my own fault. I have a lot going on, but it's like most of it's fun for me, and so it's like that's yeah. great. <laughs> I can't wait to like see more of your fashion stuff. Yeah, if you need help, let me know. A few shows coming up, but yeah, I don't I don't have any yoga shows coming up anytime soon. Most people don't like watch how bad I am. <laughs> Well, you gotta you gotta come check out uh, Shiva Shack. Shiva Shack. I okay. think they just changed the name to. I forgot. They just changed the name to yeah. like have Chicago in it. It's like Chicago Yoga now or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find yeah, it. but but come like there's some great classes and like Rich owns the studio and he mm-hmm. and his wife both teach there. Live above it and they're very cool. Oh nice. So it's like not um, okay. Those are I'm not gonna say what company is because I can't forget. Remember, but there's a few more corporate yoga places right. that I've tried out a few times and um, I'll say I'll, I'll group them with other corporate. Workout places too. It's like I just came to like try out a class. It's like, why don't you just buy twenty classes from us real quick? I'm like, what? Yeah. I came to like try it out, and also like one time I met with a workout guy. I'm like, this is like a really awkward commute for me. Mm. Like, just take the blue line to the brown line, then walk seven feet. Or I'm like, then what? Then get on a bus, and then you need to rent a scooter. <laughs> oh, God, just, like, like you were nice to them thanks to the class, but like. Right. Just right. kind of like check it out. But yeah. Anyways, that's how I'm with like workout stuff. I think kind of goes hands in hand with the food, right? Is if you do the same thing over and over and over again, you get a little bored with it. And then my understanding too, 
from a muscle perspective, like you can't always grow your muscles as the same exercise right. over and over again. Right. So, well, anyways, to that point, anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off on where to find you, snacks, etc. Well, we're definitely gonna come check out the Dream Market Chicago, the hotels. Yes, come check out the Dream Market Chicago. Visit Fastlane to Health. Um, I have built this all on my own, and I'm not great at everything, but mm-hmm. I am great at the food part. Uh, so it's very organic growth. Like mm-hmm. I don't have that many followers on Instagram, but happy to have them if it's something that you're interested in. I gotta get better at that. And yeah, it's a thing too. I think people are aware of accounts that have too many, right? Like, yeah. Someone I know uh, is in a really interesting industry. I don't even know who I'm talking about. They got into influencing on Instagram a year ago and they have like 40,000 followers, but then they get like 17 likes per picture. I'm like, that's not proportionate. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the numbers are a little off because I want this person to know who I'm talking about. Right. But it's like stuff like that, right? Well, yeah. And people say that about like, my following too. I'm like, it's my content. Um, my personal Instagram is about like me farting around with my friends. Yeah. Like this is us at dinner. This is me at like ugly sweater party. But then I have my you know fashion show by Triple F one, which I'm building up next year to be a fashion business. Right. right? It's just figuring out what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think I don't have a personal account, mm. and I think that I could be probably more direct with my content. Yeah. But I feel like. I guess I just shouldn't assume that everybody wants to like see pictures of food and like, you know, and for me, it's just kind of boring if I'm always posting about my products. It's like, so I don't do that, but that's like what the brands do. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I have to act like one of these big brands if that's what I want to be like, I guess. I think the Dream Market Chicago thing is going to like really help with that, right? So it's like understanding where you are, you have your local customers that want to support and show up. Yeah. Like, I'm really surprised that we, I didn't get a chance to meet you when you were at the South Loop Market. Mm-hmm. I went there a few times to see the bow buns people. Yeah. And we'd like walk around on our bikes and like, I don't go to like every station. Oh, hello, how are you? No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised too because it wasn't huge, but yeah. I've met other people too who were like, you were at that, I was at that market every weekend and never saw you. It's like, yeah, that's so weird. Men's vendor too, you can't like walk around like, hey, so what are you doing here? Right, right. Can you free stuff for me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Cool. So, yeah, anything else you want to leave everyone with before we sign off? Just eat well and live well. Happy to uh, happy to help you with that. So this episode was uh, super fun for me. Uh, Lane actually gave me a few snack roos here. I actually have some of the leftover cases in my hand because I just didn't throw them away yet because I want to make sure I get the same ones next time. Maybe we try some new ones. But we got the butter cookie dough, which is fantastic. The coconut. Goji Bliss, interesting. The Spirulina Cinnamon, this one was good, liked it a lot. And the Superfood Fudge, any excuse to have chocolate right up my alley. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely gonna be checking them out um, at some of the hotels around town here in Chicago. Pick up a few more snacks, gotta stay healthy, uh, and you know, support local. You know, it's all about supporting local. So hope you enjoyed the uh, the conversation and get out there and try some healthy snacks that are supplied by Vaseline to Health. This episode is sponsored by Why Not Petites. Exclusion is so last season. Why Not Petites?
Petite is a group of petite models breaking barriers and societal norms in the fashion industry. Their mission is to give petite models of all shapes, sizes, and colors the opportunity to display their talents. They are petite models breaking barriers of style norms in the fashion industry. Through their combined knowledge and experience of the modeling industry, they help guide experienced and beginning petite models towards a confident start in their career. Their work includes opportunities for guest models to participate in professional photo shoots, networking connections with others in the industry, and access to top fashion photographers in the Chicagoland area. They hope to be a home base for models who are driving positive change for petites in the industry. I was actually ecstatic to partner with them for my fashion show in July of 2022. Multiple models from the Why Not Petite community walked in our runway show and left the audience in awe with their incredible grace and energy. Definitely check them out at whynotpetites.com or hop on over to their Instagram and search up Why Not Petites. Tell them the 6'5 Lanky Podcast Dude sent you. Wink. If you haven't already... Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.